0: So we're going in a different direction this Monday because tonight, after what feels like a season's worth of lackluster primetime games, the football gods are delivering a feast to kick off Thanksgiving week. It's Eagles, Chiefs, from Arrowhead on Monday Night Football. This one is a rematch of Super Bowl 57, one of the most exciting games for the Lombardi Trophy in recent memory. And one that had a nail biter of a conclusion, snatched away from us all by the refs. Because on third and eight, with one minute 54 seconds left in the game and the score tied at 35, we got this. Mahomes takes the snap. He's back. He is firing, and it is incomplete, but there's a penalty flag thrown. Fired to the pass, holding number 24, defense. James Bradbury, they're going to say he grabs him. I don't know. I think on this stage, I, I think you let him play. Obviously, Mahomes Followed is- by a go-ahead field goal, making it 38-35 Chiefs with eight seconds to go. So instead of Jalen Hurts, who had one of the greatest performances in Super Bowl history, getting the ball back with a legit chance to tie or win it, we got an anticlimactic Hail Mary with almost no time left on the clock. One pass that lands at the 20. No one is there. Zeroes on the clock. It's over. It's over. The Chiefs have won. The Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57. And tonight marks just the second time we get a Super Bowl sequel on Monday Night Football. In a matchup between two teams that just might see each other again, This February. So today, Andrew Hawkins joins the show to break down every aspect of this huge Monday night matchup. I'm Clinton Yates. It's Monday, November 20th. This is ESPN Daily. Delicious meat nutritious. In the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. One of the highest protein nuts out there. Well, the good news is, not only are Wonderful Pistachios a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snack game today. Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. Andrew Hawkins, thanks for joining us, brother. Normally, we're talking about what we saw on the field on Sunday, but since we're finally getting a banger, a primetime game of a Monday night football matchup, Eagles and Chiefs, a Super Bowl rematch at that, we're going to go ahead instead with a preview. So what are you feeling
1: as we wait for this one, Hawk? I'm excited about it, man. I mean, it's very rare that you see the best teams from a year ago hit this point in the season, and they're still sitting on top of that mountain storylines galore. I mean, this might be the most exciting matchup we've seen so far this season. You played in the league
0: for six seasons. What's the vibe like when you're coming into a game nationally televised with all of this preloaded stuff, including a history between the two teams?
1: Yeah, it's like a, it's a luxury that is reserved only for the really good teams in the league, right? Like, because for all the reasons that I mentioned about the best teams from a year ago still being the best teams, but also You have a really a good on good situation where, yes, the X's and O's are super important. But for the guys in the locker room, they're trying not to let the moment get too big while also being very aware of what this means to them and their season and everybody's perception of them as a team.
0: Of course, there's nowhere to start other than with the quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. Arguably the two best in the league. Couple of handsome men at that, I might add. Mahomes won the MVP last year. Hertz was the runner-up. Mahomes took home the Super Bowl MVP in a win over Hurts and the Eagles. How are these two positioned to lead their teams out there tonight, Hawk?
1: Yeah, I love it because it, it it's so much different than it was a year ago. Hurts was firing on all cylinders a year ago. Obviously, what he brings to the table in the rush game makes him truly dynamic. Incredible offensive line, but he's been banged up as of late. So he's relied a lot more on the pass and that pocket passing specifically. And he's done it tremendously. He could beat you either way and you really can't take one away because he's still proficient both ways. And then for Patrick Mahomes, it's anytime he's on the team, he has shown that their team always has a chance to be in the Super Bowl. And the things that they are trying to figure out, if you look at just at the numbers, it may feel like Mahomes is having a bad year. But when you really break down the tape, He is absolutely still the Patrick Mahomes that we've seen for the last five to six years. It's just that he is having to do more. And unfortunately, the downside is not coming from him, but some of the weapons he has around him. I want to follow up
0: a little bit with Jalen Hurts, though. What have you seen from his game that has perhaps even improved, if anything, since the Super Bowl last season?
1: I would say exactly what I talked about, his his, his pocket passing specifically, right? Like, Mm. I think you take that into consideration also, With the fact that they've changed offensive coordinators and early in the season, you could see him truly trying to find the chemistry with the play calls and also just figure out his space in this new version of the offense. Mm. And I think he's done that tremendously well. Obviously, he's leaned on A.J. Brown, which he'd be a fool not to. But at the same time, he's kind of slowly matured and evolved himself to, in response to what uh, Coach Johnson's style of play calling is versus him trying to... Uh, force a square peg into a round hole. All
0: right, let's switch over to the defensive side of the ball. A couple matchups we wanted to highlight. First of all, the Eagles' vulnerability against tight ends this season. Only the Saints and Jets have allowed more TD catches against tight ends so far. And the Chiefs have obviously one of the best in Travis Kelsey. How's that going to factor into this matchup from a football standpoint?
1: I've been thinking long and hard about this, and you know what? The the reality is the Eagles' secondary um, is a vulnerable spot for their team overall mm. we talked about fatal flaws at the mid-season point and you point to the Eagles secondary specifically and to your point down the middle of the field now that being said Travis Kelsey is a year older absolutely still one of the best tight ends if not the best tight end in the league but his ability to just line up and beat double and triple coverage you can see it waning a little bit and for that reason it's actually advantageous for the Eagles because the Chiefs have had trouble finding weapons beyond Travis Kelsey. So if I'm the Eagles going into this game, I am going to make those other weapons on the outside at the wide receiver position beat us. So yes, they've been vulnerable against tight ends, but for me, with that game plan, they should go above and beyond to send as many defenders, as many people in that secondary to take Travis Kelsey away to make Patrick Mahomes uncomfortable.
0: Mm, Use some of those other weapons. Don't let the big guy beat you. I totally understand that. Absolutely. On the other side of things, You know, you've got the Chiefs, pretty underrated defensive line, taking on an Eagles O-line that, again, because of humans named Kelsey, everybody seems to know and still consider the best unit in the game. How do you think these two lines factor into tonight's game in terms of the trenches?
1: It means everything. I mean, everyone talks about the brotherly shove or the tush-push, whatever you want. And they talk about the play as if it's some isolated thing, but they don't realize the reason why they're so good at that is because of that unit they have up front. And if you have a set of people or a position group that is better than everybody else, that should be a point that you can ex- exploit for your advantage. Now, I say that to say, this offensive line for the Eagles has been really, really good, even in the, in the presence of injuries to Jergens and a couple of other people as well. From the flip side, the Chiefs' defensive line, it's a weird position for the Chiefs in the, that they're in because they're not used to it. Their defense is actually the reason why they are seven and two at the moment in a top of the AFC, um, specifically Carl Loftus and his ability to get precious. He's one of the top 10 in that category. And it's, it's weird because they have so much star power in Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey that people aren't used to talking about some of the other uh, key players on their team. And Karl Loftus, for me, he is as high on that list as Kelsey and Mahomes as it pertains to why they're successful this season.
0: You know, you just mentioned Travis Kelsey, the Eagles, a lot of vulnerability in the secondary, but the Eagles on the offensive side of the ball are without Dallas Goddard as a tight end. How big of a loss is that for Hurts as an option in the Eagles offense overall?
1: It's a huge loss because, you know, for the Eagles in that period that I was telling you about where Jalen Hurts has had to really mature and evolve and get comfortable in this new style of offense, what he's done is he's relied on those playmakers, Goddard specifically at times, but mostly A.J. Brown. But when you're going so heavily to A.J. Brown as he's done, the reason why teams just can't make a decision to take him away is because you have Goddard and Smith on the other sides of the field. So you take one of those weapons away and it really plays to the advantage of the defense is to say, OK, well, now this is all they have in a pass game. Now we can afford to add a little bit more attention to Brown or whoever is the hot hand that Jalen Hurts is filling.
0: All we talk about is passing and guys getting out in the flats and completing stuff, but the running game still matters in the modern NFL. What are they going to be trying to accomplish both teams in terms of what they can do on the ground tonight?
1: I mean, they're going to have to do it a lot more traditionally than they're used to on the Eagles side of the the ball because Jalen Hurts has had that knee problem. Now, he's had two weeks to recover. So my guess is that we may see a little closer to the traditional Hertz rushing game that we've talked about, but it definitely has hurt their rushing numbers. And then on the Chiefs side, I mean, I I talked about it. At the wide receiver position, they have been inconsistent. I think someone like Rasheed Rice is going to have a big game and he's going to need to, again, to take some of that pressure off of Kelsey. But I'm only using that as a segue to get to Pacheco, right? Because he is honestly the number two playmaker on that offense. And he does it in the pass game as well as the run game because of his explosion. And so I would expect them to find multiple ways to get him the ball, get him out in space, and honestly pace that run game to eat some of that time off the clock.
0: Any other aspects to this game that you're keeping an eye on? You obviously mentioned some weapons that we're not used to hearing names-wise, but what are you looking at overall that might be a little bit under the radar right now?
1: Yeah, I know Taylor Swift is from Pennsylvania. (laughs) Here we go. I'm not sure if her parents are close to Pittsburgh, but I know Travis Kelsey's parents are from Cleveland. Now, I've been told that they're going to meet for the first time during this game. And if it is a kind of a Pittsburgh parent versus a Cleveland parent, I don't like the chances of this 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 going the right way. Clint, I'll be honest with you. I, I just, from my experience, Pittsburgh and Cleveland just does not mix.
0: I mean, the meeting of the parents is almost more important than showing up to any concerts or anything like that. I was watching an OTL segment on Sports Center. Jeremy Schapp's running around Pennsylvania in one of those double Kelsey jerseys where it's like Travis <laughs> on the front and Jason on the back. He's
1: probably going to show up in a shirt similar like to this. yours. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> yep. Ultimately, when it comes to Swift's NFL loyalties, the only opinion that matters is Taylor's version.
1: And, and she's smart. She's going to play both
0: sides. unbelievable but I do think this is going to be a big game in general and I mean how pumped are you as a football fan period for this mm-hmm.
1: matchup right now it's super exciting man I mean it's been one of those weeks where you know if you look at the matchups on paper they were always better than what you expect but everyone has like a hope and a, a feeling of thanksgiving if you will knowing that the Eagles and the Chiefs are gonna match up on Monday Night Football. It's really cool to see them both still sitting at the top of their conferences at this point in the season. And honestly, I think this is still gonna be a preview of a rematch for a Super Bowl later in the year.
0: Oh, predicciones, amigos. I like it. Coming up. We're going to take a look at the league-wide implications of this Monday Night Football Clash. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code DAILY. That's code DAILY. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. All right, so this is an interesting game for Andy Reid specifically. He's already the winningest coach in Eagles history. He would pass Hank Stram as the winningest coach in Chiefs history with the win tonight. Len Dawson, kiddos, nothing like old school NFL footage. We're going to get a seal here and a seal here. That's a different team. I'm just screwing around. But he's never lost an Eagles versus Chiefs game. Both teams are coming off a bye week, but Reid coach teams have the best record of all time coming off of a bye. What do you think the Andy Reid effect is going to be here? Something's got to give.
1: Yeah, these Chiefs are going to be fresh. So what people need to realize about Andy Reid's coming off the bye record. Yes, he's an incredible game planner. Yes, he uses that time to kind of course correct. And also he has the extra time to scout his opponent. But as a player, every player in the league knew you want to play for Andy Reid during the bye. So the typical schedule for a bye week for an NFL player is you play on Sunday, You come in, you watch film Monday. You get your Tuesday day off. Typically, you come in Wednesday for a little bit of a walkthrough. They cut you loose. You get about four days off, and you're back in for meetings late that weekend. So you really get a four-day stretch during the bye. Mm. What Andy Reid has always done is the moment your game is done on a Sunday, you are off until the following Monday. So you get a true seven to eight days off. That's why you see his guys in Europe, in Argentina. They're all over the place because they truly get a reset. And I can't tell you how motivating that is for A, players to want to continue that schedule when they come off the bye, but also it rejuvenates their body, their mind, and they truly get this midway break point. So everyone just knows that that contributes to how fresh his team is coming off the bye. And so I expect that to be the same this week.
0: Does that change if you played in Europe or, for example, you lose before the bye? Is it kind of a risk-reward situation in terms of how he congratulates his teams and gives them stuff, you know, incentive-wise?
1: No, and I think that's the beauty of it. It's it's not predicated on how a team is doing or what the scenario is. It's just his schedule. Always the players get a full seven days.
0: In an AFC that just lost Joe Burrow for the year to a wrist injury and Lamar Jackson's favorite target, Mark Andrews, for the season to an ankle injury— I mean, how big of an opportunity is this for the Chiefs to gain a real advantage when people are dropping like flies in that conference?
1: Absolutely. I mean, when you look at teams, obviously at this point in the season, it's, the cream starts to rise to the top and then you start to say, okay, well, well, who has the quarterback that's going to be able to make the plays necessary when these games are tight late in the year or maybe, maybe give their team the edge that is not there. And again, deep moments or critical moments for a squad and as quarterbacks and these big time players are gone, the Chiefs, they're looking and sitting pretty like they always are. And so it is an opportunity because we've all felt the pack starting to close the gap and what the Chiefs have been able to create in the AFC. And this is now another advantage for them to say, okay, we finished strong. We can truly separate ourselves because no one's coming to save these other teams with these major injuries.
0: The Eagles come in at 8-1, and one, but the Cowboys, who got Jimmy Johnson back in the fold, by the by, that is a miracle for some of us who have known how long that beef has gone on. The 49ers and the Lions still very much in the hunt in the NFC. This is by no means decided. What would a road win over the Chiefs mean for Philly here?
1: It means a lot. I mean, the, the thing about the Chiefs that's been so um, amazing for what their record is at the moment is, yes, they have the best record, but if you've watched them play, it hasn't been the prettiest, and that's week in and week out. And it is a position of luxury to be able to continually get better, little by little, and progress while also stacking Ws, right? And so, I think this would take another major step as them as a team to say, like, in these games or in these moments where we haven't looked our best and still have come away with victories against winning football teams, to now beat the the, the cream of the crop of the AFC. That's a that's a statement victory, not only for themselves internally. But for those other teams in the NFC to say, okay, well, the Eagles are legit and we all understand that.
0: You mentioned that you think this is going to be a potential Super Bowl rematch. Rather, the Super Bowl will be a rematch of the last Super Bowl. But how big is this for Philly? It's just another game. Guys say this all the time. You're not really getting revenge because it's not the same season. Do you think that is a real, though, factor when it comes to how you motivate yourself for a game like tonight?
1: I think for certain players, it definitely is. I think for Jalen Hurts, absolutely. I think, for this team in general. I mean, they played an incredible game last year against the Chiefs. They just didn't have the ball last. And so, you know, I I think when you play the way that they've played after that Super Bowl loss, we've seen teams go the other way routinely. They're playing with a chip on their shoulder. And for me, although they may not say it publicly, I think this is a game they've had circled and they've understood when they got to this point, they do want to send a message again, not only to themselves, but to the rest of the football world on their quest to undo what happened a year ago.
0: All right, Hawk, you know the drill. To quote the great Anthony Irwin Kornheiser and Michael Wilbon, who you got?
1: Man, this is going to, this is a tough one for me. Um, But I'm going to go with the Eagles. Mm -hmm. I I think they're just too versatile. and And when I look at the Chiefs, it has troubled me to see Patrick Mahomes not really have answers to not having weapons outside of Travis Kelsey I think that will be their Achilles heel if they don't get that figured out I expect them again to try to get Rasheed Rice going and make him step into that role which he has sown the ability to do at times but I think the Eagles are just too strong in multiple positions on defense I think on offense the way they run the football um, their weapons at receiver even without Goddard in the lineup and I think ultimately they come away with the W
0: I'm so excited that Kelsey and Swift's parents are meeting. That's the storyline of the day for me.
1: Sorry. (laughs) Thanks, Hawk.
0: Thanks, guys. I'm Clinton Yates, kiddos. This has been ESPN Daily. Talk to you tomorrow.